welcome to the K-Talks podcast with your girl, Jaquela Brion. How are you all feeling? Yes, indeed. Today is May the 31st, 2022. This is the last day of the month of May and I am so happy. And you know what that means. That means that retrograde is coming to an end. We only have a few more days for the retrograde period okay i don't know how it has been uh, treating all of you but i have been through hell and hot water this retrograde season and oh my you all but you know the one thing that i didn't do i didn't give up i did not give up and that is one thing that comes and goes is uh, challenges okay and test you know to test our strength and our ability you know but you cannot give up you have to keep the faith and keep on moving and pushing because you never know what day that's going to come where you are on top of everything okay when you have so much belief in yourself when you are energized okay when there's a lot of blessings a blessing that you have prayed for that have come you never know and that is why you cannot give up so uh, you know i pray that each one each and every one of you excuse me you know didn't give up on something okay a goal a dream you know uh, a something a vision a plan you continue to work towards it amen all right i pray that all of you have had a lovely weekend okay and um a lovely may i pray that all of you have had a lovely may okay there has been a lot going on in the world that may has you know just really had us um just not feel okay emotionally and uh, mentally you know that may have had us question our protection and security but the one thing that I can say about that is, you know, you still continue to live on, okay? You pray for what is going on in the world. You continue to pray for world peace and protection. And that may there be more security and oneness in the world because we need that. We need for everyone to come together. Yes, we do, you know? But right now, the world is so divided. Oh my God, it is highly divided, which have... Uh, so many people, you know, just in fear. There's a lot of fear going on, a lot of fear, okay? But we need to come together. There needs to be some way that we need to come together and put everything behind us for we shall move forward in abundance and glory. Amen. All right, well, I'm back, you all, and I'm glad to be back. I missed you all. I hope you guys have missed me. You know, I love to come on here and chat. I love to come on here and chat and tell you all the word. All right, and in this episode, we are going to be talking about grandparents and grief. And I'm really going to be talking about my life upon that, my experience, because I have lost my grandparents back in 2007 and again in 2009. So there really wasn't enough of time for me to just really, you know, get over one a passing okay and um they were my best friends i'm pretty sure that we all feel the same way you know how many of you was really close to your grandparents like okay up in the way where 
you didn't really go with your mom or your dad or your siblings, you know, or play uh, outside with the neighborhood uh, children. You were always up in the house watching TV and cooking and doing things or, you know, just doing things with your grandparents. I was that way, okay? I was always inside of the house with my grandmother watching some TV or I was outside with my grandfather, my uh, my grandfather, excuse me, Uh, cutting up some wood and taking the branches off of trees and burning them up, you know, and having the smoke linger so that the mosquitoes can stay away from biting us. (laughs) And, you know, he really used to have me doing all of that while he did, you know, his his manly work, you know. But uh, there was also times where we would uh, crush up some cans and put them up in bags, you know, and it would just be those times that, you know, uh, you know, I really do miss. I really do miss those uh, moments, you know, and those are the moments that stick with you forever. And I know that I'm not the only one that have those moments, that have those uh, memories uh, cherished uh, within. So, you know, yes, that is what we are going to get off into. And I just want to talk a little bit about it because I know that I'm not the only one that have these 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 times, you know, out of the blue to where I am breaking down and I'm crying and I am wishing to hold them again. I am wishing to, you know, just feel them again. And although the presence is always here, it's, it's always here, but it's just something, you know, to have them physically here, you know, and um, yeah, and, and, you know, and to have them spiritually here, you know, so we are going to hop off into it, you all, please stay tuned, but we are going to go off into the daily doses of the episode, and I'm only going to be doing one daily dose now an episode, um, I don't really know, well, hey, if you guys love me doing two or three, of course, I will continue to do it, but in this episode, I'm going to do one daily dose, all right, so we are going to hop off into the daily dose of the episode, and that is going to be mental illnesses and mass shooting, okay, and I really want to talk about this because there was recently a mass shooting, as we may all know now, um, in Uvalde, Texas, okay, which is not uh, too far from where I am here in Houston, okay, and, you know, I just really want to talk about this because, um, you know, I don't really think that, you know, it is due to mental illness, you know, there's a lot of people like myself who struggles with mental health, okay, and, you know, I have been bullied throughout all of my years in school and I have never not once used that as an excuse to get back at innocent people you know um so it it really rung a bell up on me to talk about it now I really don't have a lot to say but you know what I do have to say is you know we shall not use that as an excuse because there is a lot of people out here in the world, as I stated, like myself, who really do need help, okay, who don't really have an outlet, but we still fight to fight. We fight our battles, our struggles, our mental health every day, every day to see a better day. But we don't think about going out into the world to hurt a person, let alone 20-something people 
We deal with our issues, our problems at hand. What we need to do as as a community is bring everyone together and help each other face what we are going through, what we are battling instead of pushing it to the side. This tends to happen, okay? This tends to happen. And as a black woman in America, as a black woman in America, we are often seen, we are often heard, we are often listened to, but there needs to be a point where we need it. We need to come together as a community and hear each other out so that things like this don't happen. So that things like this don't happen. Now, the person that did such a crime, that was just pure evil. That was pure evil in his heart, in his spirit. That was There was something building up for a long time when it comes to what he is battling, okay? There has been something boiling for a long time, okay? Now, I don't really have any answer for that, but that was pure evil. And all I can do is pray for the families that now have to grieve, have to grieve over their loved ones these 10 year old babies they were babies the mothers who have lost their lives they were mothers they were teachers they were wives aunts okay and they were healers for the community being inside of a school home teaching these young children healers come in all forms you all (laughs) they come in all forms not just being you know inside of a church house okay or you know of or a community a station okay or the ymca okay or being a spiritualist a doula you know these healers are everywhere Okay, we have to come together and we have to put a stop to crime, especially gun violence. It is out of control now. I know that now there has there is a lot of of young people between the age of 15 to 25 years old carrying around unlicensed guns. Okay, and they are the ones who are mostly doing the crime out today. Okay, and that is what I do not like because there has been so many people losing their lives and the grandmothers and grandfathers, as I stated in the previous uh, episode with the Buffalo shooting. Those was, those was nothing but grandmothers and grandfathers, uncles and, and aunts and mothers and oh my God, people who are probably retired living their lives. You know, we have to put an end to all of this violence. I am not a, a person for it. I am for world peace. As being a, a humanitarian, okay, I pray for world peace, okay? That is what I pray for. May we all continue to pray for it, please. Because right now, I, I don't, <laughs> there, there, it's not being noticed. It's not being noticed. The God is above the gods above needs more people involved into prayer, okay? All right. Now, that is what I just really have to say, you know? We don't need to go around, you know, uh, uh, using that as an excuse, you know? No, because there are some people who are just pure evil, who is pure evil, 
And then you want to bring it off onto the media, oh, mental illness and mental health and things like that. But sometimes that is not the cause because I tell you what, there's a lot of people who are struggling with it who have never thought about it, who have never thought about even hurting themselves. Okay, but they will hurt themselves before hurting someone else who they don't even know, who they don't even know, you all. Come on, we got to do way better. We got to do better. We are going to be moving off into the topic of the episode. As I said, grandparents and grief, and this is my experience, okay? What I am dealing with, and I know that there is someone out there dealing with the same thing. Let's go on and hop off into it, you all. Alrighty, my loves, and welcome back, you all. Alright, so what we are talking about is grandparents and grief, and I just, you know, want to discuss what I am going through and uh, my experience and, um, you know, just uh, get a little bit, you know, a deep off into it, I guess so. Um, Now, for me, you know, this really has been going on for over a decade, all right? Um, And has it been hard? Yes, you know, because, well, we all know that, you know, our grandparents mean so much to us, okay? They are the sweetest people ever. They never let us down. They never let us go without a meal, okay? They always keep change in our pockets. We are there when they just want to ride around and go to their stores, you know, to to the dollar stores, to the food stores, you know, the marketing things, to Ross and Marshalls, you know, and things are like that, you know, we're always there just sitting on the porch and stuff, and, you know, just things are like that, you know, uh, planting and things, you know, but they are there, they are the ones who see us at our greatest, I shall say, you know, and we see them at their greatest too, and, you know, it's just, um, it's, it's, it's really tough, it's really tough to lose your grandparents because as I say, they are the ones when your parents aren't around, you know, you have some people who grandparents raise them, you know, um, and you know, it, it really happens really often, even if the parents are around, your grandparents are still there doing things as a parent does. You know, so it's it's it can be quite a touching, and um, I just know that I'm not alone with this, and it has really been a struggle for me to talk about it for a very long time, especially now that grief has really hit me along my spiritual journey. And you all, I have begun my spiritual journey back in 2020. And it seems like since the first day I set up my altar, um, that, you know, it's it's like their spirit has been around me ever since then. Their presence has been known ever since then. I can feel them. I can can hear them. You know, I can I can just I know that they are there, you know, and that is when it really hit me because I I never thought that I really uh, missed them as much as I do now. You know, uh, my grandparents, uh, my papa, well, he passed away back in 07. And uh, my grandmother, uh, she passed away in 09. I was still in elementary school for the both of them. So I was pretty young. I was really young. And the thing about 
my grandfather is when he passed away, my mother didn't allow me or my two younger siblings to attend the funeral. She thought that we were were too young and I'm <laughs> man oh my god uh, speaking up on it now you know it I man I really do wish I attended the funeral you know because I really I never got the closure that I needed you know I never got the closure I never you know said goodbye to my grandfather um and I think that's why you know a grieving you know about him it does hit me harder because I was really closer to my grandfather than than um uh, my grandma and and anyone else in my life at that time I never was around the children I was never really you know a person that just you know was doing the 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 child things you know and playing and things are just doing all of that stuff you know I was never that type of person I was always around my elders and I was always around my grandpa we would always go out back and start up a fire you know wanted to smoke or linger and we would uh, ride around and things and go to the moon and the moon is a place where him and um him and his uh, guy friends will go and chill up underneath a tree and they will listen to some music some blues and things like that and you know they would smoke or they would drink and they would just just talk and I remember those moments like it was yesterday of course as time goes by those memories are fading you know like the clear a picture but there's still a picture there there's still a picture there and um you know I I just really wish that I was old enough you know to understand what was going on around those uh, times you know so I could have enjoyed them better you know and cherished the moments uh, better um but yeah my papa he was everything uh, to me he was the sweetest man that I've ever known he was a Libra man yes he was a Libra and I am an Aquarius and what is crazy is my grandmother is a Gemini so we were all air signs so you can just about imagine you know how understanding they were and how they understood me by me being a loner child you know and us all being uh, air signs we are loners you know we love to be alone we love to be within our own space and I think that's why you know they you know I I always was so comforted uh, uh, by them you know and I I always ran to them than anyone else because they understood uh, my need for a lot of things you know they understood me unlike anyone else inside of my family <laughs> um and now I do have a Gemini uh, brothers you know so uh, uh, we are really close uh, really close we all love our space you know but back to uh, my grandparents yeah they understood me and I understood them you know I 
I'm looking back now, you know, it's like now I know why they loved their space so much. I know why they loved being alone and just sitting down up in their rocking chairs and drinking their coffee, eating their fruit and watching them some TV. Oh my God, because that's all I love to do. You know, they wasn't really the ones for the outside noise, you know, and they didn't really like to go out uh, and about a lot. You know, they stayed to themselves. That was their peace, you know, um, and that just really kept them together, you know, being a strong uh, family, because when you are in a space together, you understand each other a little bit more without all of the outside distractions and nonsense, you know, what society has going on, you know, and that is how I am today. And I owe it all to them because I've spent, you know, well, you know, since or uh, before their passing, I was always with them. So, you know, I knew exactly how it felt to enjoy, you know, having that space and not really letting society come in the way of who I am and what I was trying to achieve uh, my childhood, you know, and get me off track, you know. Now, of course, yeah, you do want to enjoy your childhood, and I did enjoy it, but I just really didn't have a lot in common with the children. I had more in common with the the elders. <laughs> you know, I loved doing the things that they loved to do, and I guess that kind of, you know, speaks for why I'm such an old soul today. I love my blues. I love to sit out on the porch and watch my plants grow. I love to plant. I have a garden, and uh, my papa, this is I think about him, you know, he, he had a little garden. Um, and before we were actually born, um, I actually heard that he did herbs and more foods and things of that nature. Um, but as we began to, you know, get uh, older and things of that uh, nature, we, um, I remember the banana tree that he planted. Now this banana tree was very, very big. It was a big, tall banana tree right beside the house. Oh my God, you guys, it actually produced a lot of bananas. And there was times we got the bananas down and ate them. But of course, uh, over time without, you know, uh, because uh, he was getting a uh, sickly. And so a lot of things are really wasn't being uh, cared for as much, you know, um, he was getting uh, older and sick. So, you know, um, not a lot of things was really being cared for. And um, I just really wish that I was old enough, you know, to would have known how to do things and how to garden and how to keep things alive and, and flourishing. But I was just a little girl. Um, but, you know, those are some memories. We had a pecan tree out back. And <laughs> what we would do is uh, my grandma, she would give us a basket and we would get the basket and go out underneath the tree and get the ones that are falling down. We would look down upon the ground and get the ones that were on the ground that looked good enough to take inside and and wash off and eat, you know. And um, it, man, the memories, I tell you. And uh, I, I loved it so much when I tell you I loved it so much now um when my uh, grandpa um he began to get a uh, sick you know he began to really get sick and when he passed away it, it was really hard on my grandmother it really I never showed on her face but the reason why I say that I knew it is because when he passed away 
me and my mother and uh, my siblings, we moved back into uh, the home with uh, my grandmother. And, you know, I don't really know if we had like things uh, going on uh, financially or so, or, you know, just like what my mother couldn't really uh, take uh, care of. But um, I do know that by us uh, moving back in with my grandma, we really kept her spirit alive. We kept her uh, comforted and, you know, we just really was there to nurture her and to care for her as well because she was sickly too. Her cancer ended up uh, coming back. Um, so, you know, what happened was I was though the grandchild who was honored to sleep with her. So I slept in the bed with my grandma until she began to get sick and we moved out. Um, and man, I tell you, you know, I remember, you know, everything being exactly how it was. You know, the bed sets, the sheets, you know, my grandpa, his pillows were right there. I was literally laying where my grandfather laid his head and he slept there every night. Okay. <laughs> every night, y'all, his, his, um, his end a table was still there with everything up on it. I remember everything being up on it to the papers, to the lamps, you know, his souvenirs and things like that. You know, I was literally inside of the room where he laid his head and my grandma, she would get her Bible. Well, this was the routine after I was with uh, my siblings and uh, my mom are playing uh, outside or sitting down inside of the living room watching the television. I will come in there Well, she would tell me, okay, I'll go take a bath and things like that. And um, I will come back up in the room and uh, we will both sit inside of the chair. Now they had uh, two chairs um, in front of their bed and it was facing the um, the heater where the TV, it was on top of. And yes, it was facing that and they had an arm or next to it where their clothes were in and his army guns were at. And, you know, he was in the army. He was an army man and his army guns were in there. And I would look in there all the time and just touch the guns. <laughs> I would touch the guns, you know. But yeah, they had their chairs right there in front. So she would sit in her chair and I would sit in my grandpa chair. And we would watch some TV, maybe some late night news, some uh, some um, some sitcoms up on the television. And, and I remember every time the Bernie Mac show came on, she would hurry up and change the station because she did not think that he was funny. So, <laughs> so she would change the station. I'm like, oh, man, you know, because I used to love that show. And but, you know, it was OK. Whatever we watched on a TV, I loved it in a way. We used to always watch Sanford and Son and the Jeffersons. She loved the Jeffersons. She actually had the DVDs to it. But yeah, we would sit down inside of the chairs at a nighttime and watch some TV. And then we would both uh, pray. She would tell me to pray, to get on my knees and pray on the side of the bed. Or, you know, I would get down in front of the chair and I would pray. And uh, she would uh, pray as well. Well, actually, I believe she waited to pray until she got into the bed. She used to get out her Bible. I will already be turned up over and the TV will be off and uh, we slept uh, with the TV off and um, uh, she would still have 
the lights on so i would turn the light off on uh, my grandpa's side uh, aka uh, my side you know and um she would get her bible she would put her glasses on and get her bible and she would read her bible before bed then i would hear her with these little mumbles and she would be praying and she prayed she prayed every night and she put it down you know and she would take the glasses off and turn the light off and you know and we say good night to each other and we will fall asleep and that happened every night that was our routine every night y'all and oh my god i remember like it was yesterday in the morning times we would uh, wake up and we'll have this uh, routine i would uh, wake up and i would barely just like I get up I will open my eyes but I will lay there for a long time and intake the sense and I would just you know watch her sleep a little bit and <laughs> she slept on uh, her back and her side a lot she never really slept on uh, her stomach but I did I slept on uh, my stomach and um and yeah I would just just turn over and watch her then I would gradually uh, get up and try not to wake her up I will go in there with with uh, my siblings and fix us some cereal and stuff and you know and get ready to start the day and that was our uh, routine oh man I miss her so much but being able to sleep on my grandpa's side you know I it was an honor and that is how I felt you know my grandma's emotion you know I felt what she was going through you know um her grief you know she she I, I really do you know, feel that she was grieving really hard, you know, but she kept it strong. You rarely seen her cry. You didn't really see her have a sad day or a bad day because she kept a smile on her face and she was a fussy woman. You know how Geminis are. They can talk up a storm, okay? They will curse you out in a heartbeat. But I tell you what, she meant well. She meant well, you know, just, just don't get in her way, okay? <laughs> when she is watching some television, okay and she is on the phone with uh, her friends uh, they gossiping don't you come and bother her she gonna be like god uh, what you want uh, what you want uh, get up out of my face god she always said god you know that was her word and uh <laughs> that is what she said you know and um oh my god excuse me if i get emotional because i i feel it coming on and too you know but uh, i felt her emotions after uh, my grandpa he passed away and i felt it too by me laying down you know where he laid you know i felt him there you know he is who kept us you know good and alive and safe and protected and secured you know he is who kept her you know well and stable you know to live on even more after he left you know i don't i i i really can't say that there was any sort of struggle inside of that home and even if it was it was never even spoken upon because you know of just all of the peace that was there everyone was at peace we were at peace even through the grieving days we were at peace you know it's it's like he was still there physically holding each and every one of us up uh, uh, mentally financially emotionally you know to where we didn't really have any sort of breakdowns you know yeah i can't say that she may did or go through a depression i know that my mother did you know it really hit her after my grandma uh, passed away um 
but you know by having my grandma there you know still there after my grandpa you know uh, everything was really kept alive everything was kept alive the spirit inside of that home was alive that was never a dull moment okay we all still got up with a smile on our faces with nothing but the memories of him cherished within and i had the honor to lay inside of his spot i did now um when uh, my grandmother she got a uh, sickly again um and her cancer uh, came back um uh, that was a time when we had to bathe her we had to feed her um because she really couldn't move she couldn't move i really don't really know uh, the word but uh, my mother said well it was uh, something dealing with uh, her muscles or something of that uh, nature and you know she uh, uh she could barely move and so uh, we had to do all of that uh, for her and feed her do her hair comb her hair uh, my oldest sister would put curls in her hair and stuff and you know it's it was it was a really a bittersweet you know i really do miss those uh, moments and i was still a young girl my sister uh i believe she was in middle school at the time but i was still inside of elementary and i remember at my grandma she couldn't uh, make it to my uh, my graduation she didn't make it to my fifth grade uh, graduation and um man it it really hurt me it hurt me a lot because she was the only person that i really wanted there you know like i say i was sleeping next next to her for two more years after um you know when my papa uh, passed away uh, she lived uh, two more years up after that and she passed in 09 and now the thing about that is is me and my family we actually got a closure what uh, happened was my uncles and uh, my mother they took her out of the hospital and put her into a home so she was up in a home for only a few days now i'm not saying that if she was in the hospital she probably could have lived a little bit uh, longer but you know it was uh, they chose to take her out and put her into a home i guess you know just to be more uh, comfortable i suppose you know and just to uh, have a little bit more of freedom i guess but you know uh i don't know i kind of do feel like if she was still up in the hospital just maybe there could have been a little bit more a uh, days left but you know when it is someone times to go you know it is their time to go and when they want to take that last breath they want to take it because they know that they cannot hold on any longer um so i remember just so uh, clear everyone went to the home and we said that we had an inside a picnic and she couldn't speak my grandma she, she couldn't speak she couldn't speak she couldn't even she rarely moved we would have to put the straw inside of the cup and let her sip the water and she was laying there i remember her laying in the bed y'all and everyone uh, uh, we was there for a few uh, hours and we was there for for a long time you know a long time we was just keeping her a uh, company and um excuse me <laughs> but we were keeping her a uh, company and um and everyone when it was time to go we all uh, lined up one by one to say goodbye a uh, good night uh, rather but we didn't know that it was going to be the last time i seen her we didn't know that it was actually a goodbye we just thought it was you know a, a good night and see you 
tomorrow, you know, uh, see you later. We will be back tomorrow, y'all. And, um, and I remember when it was uh, my turn, I held her hand and, you know, I did shed a few uh, tears. I kissed her. I gave her a hug, you know, and we were just talking, you know, we was talking to her and stuff. And, you know, it, it was, we just knew that we were going to see her again. We just knew that we were going to be back the next day. She was just, just laying there and unable to speak. But, you know, I'm looking back, it's like, that is what she needed. And I think that, you know, by us all being there, her children and her grandkids, that was the goodbye that she needed to let go. That was what set her free, you know? And I didn't think about it then, you know, I'm young, you know, but now it's like, man, that didn't just happen to happen, you know? It didn't happen just to happen. That was her goodbye to us, <laughs> you know? And, um... And man, you know, but yeah, we, we was all there and that was really a goodbye. We got the call, um, in the early uh, morning in the middle of the night that she had passed away. My uncle, he came over, he, he picked up uh, my mother and I think my older uh, brother. And then they went and they went to go meet my other uh, uncle and they were there and while me and my other siblings were still at home we're like this is unbelievable we actually moved two houses down from my grandmother we wasn't far we moved uh, uh, two houses down from uh, uh, my grandmother um so i believe that after uh, my grandpa uh, he passed away we moved in for about a year and a half so we was down uh, two houses down for the remaining of her life and so that we were uh, we were still close like we were there every day my older brother he basically lived there with her um so he stayed there with my uh, my grandma uh, i believe and um so yeah you know and the only thing that i remember saying was this is unreal we just seen her before we we came home and fell asleep we was just there you know this is unreal how can this be real that she is gone now and all i could hear was my mother she was crying as she was putting on her shoes and her clothes and leaving about at the house she was just crying and crying and i was like man this is unreal like are you serious we just lost my grandma my other best friend is gone you know she's gone you know and you know i can just remember we all getting ready for the funeral and when the funeral came my um excuse me you all but uh, my god a mother she had me i was sitting with her and i could do nothing but cry i don't think i stopped crying the whole time <laughs> I, I i i didn't Stop crying that whole time. My mother and my uncle, oh, they shouted. My older sister, she was really close to uh, my grandma because she was the one that always did her hair and her feet. You know, she polished her toes and stuff. And she was, oh my gosh, she was crying. I looked over to my brothers and they were crying. And it was just everybody was, and I couldn't, 
be strong because I felt it so much. I felt every emotion, everybody's pain, the heartbreak inside of that church house, seeing her laying down up in that a casket. Oh my God, you know, and it 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 hit me. It really hit me. It it was something that was unreal, you know, and oh my God, I can literally see the picture in front of me as I'm speaking this. You know, I know that I'm not the only one. Like when I talk about this, I still cry. I still cry because that is how strong the bond was. That's how strong the bond is between a grandchild and a grandma, their grandpa, their grandparents. The bond is strong. It's something that is un unbreakable unforgettable you can't just let it go you can never let it go y'all you can't but I remember I remember I remember just seeing her there laying there so beautiful so beautiful and at peace and when that casket closed oh man everybody shouted no one was ready for it. No one was ready to see that casket go. Man, you ought to see my candle right now. Oh my God, you can hear the herbs. They're burning on the candle and you can just hear them. Oh man, you know, that's they're, they're, they're here and with me. And they're here, you know, and this, <laughs> they're here. They're here, you know, but that that was a bittersweet moment. And some it's a moment that I would never forget that is cherished within me because I got to see her one last time, unlike my grandpa. I didn't get to see him one last time. I didn't, the only last memories I have of him is we all at the house when it was a game day, I think it was a fight or football or something. And, um, and you know, he was sickly. Uh, you can see it on his face. Uh, he was sickly, but he was still up and moving around and, and with that deep voice, you know, and telling us to come on here come here and give me a hug you know and <laughs> when they were pulled up we were right outside like oh my god they were still in good condition to drive you know we would pull up and we were running outside to get them out of the car oh man you know i miss every moment of my grandparents y'all i really do i am truly who i am today because of them you know um they are you know, the people that really understood me and made me feel less alone in the world at them young ages. Now that I am older and I, 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 you know, I truly feel alone around everyone else because, you know, I, you know, there was no one who understood me, who paid attention uh, to me, you know, who who allowed me to be beside them, who allowed me to be uh, with them, you know, and, and be a part of their union, you know, there's, I don't have that today, but I had it then. And, you know, the only thing that, you know, I, <laughs> I just know that by them being on my altar and keeping my altar alive that they are alive always they are alive they may not physically be here but they are here and i'm just here just to say a grief it can come and go it can come and go 
And sometimes when it comes, it can stay for a very long time. I have been grieving for going on three years now, almost three years now. And every single day I think of them, every single day I think of them. It's like before I go to sleep, I feel the presence. You know, I feel this cold swift just coming up over me. And I know that it's them. You know, I'm so spiritually in tune with myself and the universe, you know, and um, and the afterlife to where, you know, I, I know that it's them. You know, I remember it was a time, y'all, and this actually happened about a year ago. But there was a time where I was laying down and I sometimes sleep with the covers overneath uh, my head um, and I would get off into why I started sleeping with the covers overneath uh, my head because I want to get off into that too um, I actually felt the covers you know a pool I felt them pool in the middle of the night and I actually sleep uh, with the the curtains uh, open so that I can see outside at any time when I wake up and so that the sunshine wakes me up in the morning and so you know I I was um I was asleep I was asleep and I felt the covers pull and I'm, I hurried up and woke up <laughs> I woke up in a heartbeat and I'm like oh my are they making themselves known and I just remember not going back to sleep because I wanted to see something you know I I wanted to have another sign that it was them that I wasn't you know in my head for nothing you know and I remember just looking out out of uh, out the window and I seen the wind oh my god a pushing back on the trees and I'm like oh that's the sign you know and when I say that I am really in tune with a nature I am I am very much in tune with nature I actually have some YouTube videos that I will link down below that you all should go and check out um, but I am very in tune with a nature and you know and how uh, spiritually it it is connected to self you know so you know i i very much knew that it was them making themselves known that i am not alone that if i am dreaming that they are there you know that i am protected you know that i am secured you know i am okay that me and the family is okay in this house you know because the altar is alive only in my room um so you know i you know and it's been alive ever since then and um you know so that is where they come they come to that room i keep that room clean and i try to cleanse it every time i can uh, every chance I get, excuse me. I keep the fruit, I keep the candles lit, you know, I keep them something to drink, you know, and I just keep everything alive. I keep fresh roses and flowers on their altar every week. Even, even when the flowers die, they're not really dead because there's always a new leaf that is branching out of the stem. Just like, um, uh, some days ago on my dad of roses that I have on the altar I began to look at new leaves growing so oh my god so fresh and and big 
out of the stems of roses. And I'm like, this is beautiful. And I've never seen it before. So, you know, for me, they are alive always. And those are the signs that they are giving me that they are there, that they have never left. So there is no reason that I should feel alone. Okay. There's no reason that I should be feeling alone, that I should be feeling down. May my stress, depression go away because I am not alone. Okay. Now, um, what I wanted to talk about was um, when they uh, passed away and we actually moved into uh, my grandparents' house. It was their house. It was their land, their uh, property. It was all theirs. And sad to say that we lost it because my mother, she didn't know that there was a tax as well. Uh, my grandmother, she really didn't know after uh, my papa uh, passed away. She thought that everything was, you know, was good, you know, but there was actually a taxes and they began to rise. So when we were moving into there we had to pay a taxes and by my mother being a single mom um and raising seven uh, children um well uh, my brother he was out in college well he was grown so you know but she still had the uh, the, uh, the other six to take uh, care of and we were still all in school and things of that matter um so you know uh, by her being a single a mother you know there was only so much that she could do um and although we didn't have rent, you know, but, you know, we still had bills and she had six more kids to tend to. That is school, you know, and things of that uh, matter. These other things that we are off into, you know, um, uh, activities and, ex you know, just all of this stuff, you know, um, her personal things that she has on the side to pay. So there was not a lot that she could really do to the house to keep it up. The house did start to fall apart after a while, but we were blessed and grateful to be in that house for 10 more years, I believe. It was 10 more years that we were in that house. My grandma passed in 09 and we said our goodbyes in 2019. Um, and I can't lie, I missed the heck out of that house because I do feel like that's where we that's where we were made. That's where we were born. That is where all of our memories are, besides, you know, back in the country, you know, but uh that is where you know uh we brought uh, the country too you know uh, my grand uh, parents were country folks and my grandpa he was born in cameron uh, texas and my grandma she was born in huntsville uh, texas that is where they were born and raised and they moved to houston you know and started their uh, family um so you know but you know in the countries where uh, our roots are but right here in the city Houston, Texas, Fifth Ward, Stephen Street, that is where we were too. That is where our roots are, you know. So um, I can say that we we may have took a loss, but, you know, as I do think that I am the next a matriarch of the family, I will have a family home. <laughs> but we're not going to get off into that on this uh, episode. Now, what I want to talk about is when they uh, passed away, um we moved off into the house we cleared everything out we painted we started fresh you know and things of that nature we did a uh, bring back a, a few things that were left inside of the house but not a lot of things because uh, my mom she did have a lot of
lot of things as well. So, you know, we brought all of our belongings in there. Now, me and my older sister, well, actually, okay, well, uh, the house uh, was a three, a bedroom. Uh, my mother, uh, she took her room that she had as a little girl. So she had that room. Uh, my brothers took uh, my uncles a room that they uh, shared. So uh, my brothers, uh, they shared that room. And me and my three sisters took the master a bedroom, which was my grandparents' room. Now you're like, wow, it was four of y'all in one a bedroom. Yes, but it was a big 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 bedroom oh my god we it was really huge it was a huge bedroom it looked at you know a bit a uh, smaller when they were in there because you know how grandparents oh my god they house have a lot of things in there okay but when we moved in and we cleared everything out it was a big room we didn't really have you know a lot of of dressers and you know just a lot of things you know like the chairs and stuff just like all of that stuff up in there so it was very uh, spacious and uh, we slept on twin uh, beds and things of that a matter and we had it all together it was it was a uh, colorful just a uh, really nice and i loved it so much i really did um so we had the honor to have that bedroom now the thing about being in that uh, bedroom is we felt the energy of my grandparents every day, every morning to nighttime. There was times when we would be afraid to sleep, you know, inside of there. Well, really, I wasn't afraid because I have already been sleeping in there when my grandpa uh, passed away. Although it was uh, different because now my grandma isn't here anymore. But, you know, we were all together in the room. Um, but uh, my younger uh uh, siblings uh, they pretty much slept with uh, my mother in her room so it was just me and my bigger sister and we would be in there and we used to sleep with each other up at times where we would have like kind of dreams about them and stuff and we would go into the other person's bed and sleep there you know just so that we kind of felt uh, someone next uh, to us and with me I always kind of needed someone to sleep next to because of course I had my grandma and me and my sister we always shared a room we always shared a room in in every house so um I was just like pretty much used to sleeping uh, with her you know but uh, we had our own uh, bed so you know I was like no I'm gonna go sleep with my sister <laughs> so that is where I began to uh, cover up uh, my a face at nighttime because I would feel the presence linger around me it felt like they were right there watching over me like they were laying next to me like if I was just to open my eyes I would see their faces I remember uh, my sister I believe she probably uh, had a dream and she said that she seen uh, my grandma's face as soon as her eyes uh, opened against the wall to the point where she screamed I remember it like yesterday she screamed so loud and we went to go sleep in the living room we took the mattress out of the room and went to go sleep in the living room you know uh, we were still getting used Used to and being accustomed to sleep inside of a room that was theirs that you know they are no longer there you know and uh, although all of their things are out of the room but that doesn't mean that their presence that their energy that their spirit you know isn't there inside of their room protecting us and uh, looking back now as I shall say they were doing nothing but watching over us my mom always 
told us you all feel it because they are watching over all of us it was a point in time when uh, my brother uh, my papa came to uh, my brother um underneath his a blanket and it scared the heck out of him to where he screamed and cried yes indeed there was also a point to where um oh i'm getting the chills <laughs> and uh, uh, to be honest i am alone right now at this desk upstairs but it's okay um i'm not afraid um but um there was a point to where my second oldest a brother he was home alone and he was out of school he graduated and um he actually heard my grandma call his name he actually seen her spirit when he turned the corner and looked inside of the living room she was her spirit was floating she you know an angel she was coming out of the kitchen that was one of the scariest moments because the kitchen is right next to the master a bedroom that we were sleeping in so we kind of we were a little bit um I don't want to say scared, but we were just nervous all the time. Like, oh my God, what if we're next? You know, <laughs> what if we're next and we see her floating here? So it, it was pretty crazy. I'm not going to lie. It was pretty crazy, but we all still felt very, very, very protected. And to be able to be inside of that home for another 10 another 10 years rent free you know uh, really a lot of things that we really didn't have to worry about you know yeah we actually uh, struggled uh, we still had our uh, struggles but we were always still protected and secured no matter what we still had our head above the waters okay we never floated we never drowned in in any type of problems or issues or struggles we were still there and just like I say even when my nini uh, that was what we called my uh, grandma uh, my nini um when she was still living and uh, my papa he still made sure that we were still good it was like the both of them together they made sure that we were still good until that day came that it was time to 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 leave it all behind you know um but yeah you know i remember those uh, memories and i could just uh, like i say grief can last a long time when it really uh, hit me i remember having a deep down um a breakdown i had a breakdown a really bad because i'm like man you know i don't have anyone else who that i can you know who i can talk to who house that i can be over you know who who I can just sit up under and and sit down up on the floor and watch me some TV in between their legs, you know? <laughs> I don't have anyone that I could go out back and 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 burn wood with. You know who I can ride around with and go to the the um to food town with. You know, uh, my grandma she loved her some food town and we stayed going to that store and believe it or not, she was the one who had us in healthy. Oh my god. Now I'm not trying to bash uh, my mother's uh, cooking, but you know, those grandmas and grandpas knew how to cook, honey. Okay, she would make us some squash and I haven't had squash since my grandmother passed away, but I I am going to get off into it and try to make it myself indeed but i haven't had squash since she passed away every time i eat a cantaloupe i think of her because she made sure that we ate some cantaloupe almost every day now she did have a lot of snacks and ice cream and you know things of that 
a matter of cookies and stuff and but she made sure that we ate fruit like it was no tomorrow we stayed with grapes and cantaloupes and strawberries and oh my god the whole kaboom you know we we was a fruit loving a family we loved us some fruit she would make us uh, uh, uh as well a peanut butter uh, uh crackers when we got out of school and she would give us the little squeezes you know the little blue and red uh squeezes you know and she would call it a soda water <laughs> She used to call it a soda water. This is exactly what she used to say. Y'all going up a bit now and get y'all some peanut butter crackers and get that soda water about that deep, about that deep freezer up in there. Yes. You know, how many of y'all had grandparents had a deep freezer? Oh my God. That is where they kept all the goodies in there and all of the frozen meats. You know, my papa, he used to hunt. He used to have some deer meat and things and they would have all of the hog meat in there and oh my God, just everything. You know, now we didn't eat the pig feet and chitlins and all of that. Well, actually we did eat uh, chitlins, not actually eat them but of course we tried them out as a young age but um that is what we used to eat a neck bones you know all that and just all of that good meat we stayed eating some good old meat okay and um but we always had a lot of vegetables we ate vegetables like it was no tomorrow now uh, to be honest i am the only um a, a daughter of uh, my mother's who eat most of vegetables none of the rest of or my other three uh, uh, sisters, they don't eat a lot of vegetables like I do, let alone eat a lot of fruit uh, like I do either. <laughs> so I was, as, as you can pretty much tell, I was the one that was always in the kitchen eating up all of the healthy things. I loved me some vegetables. I don't care what kind of vegetables. I'm going to try all of them. And it is because of them. I love it all. You know, I love it so much. You know, so there's a lot of things that I do miss, you know, that we don't do today. You know, like we don't eat the way that we used to eat, you know. Um, and my mother, she tried the best way that she can, but by her working so much to keep a head up over excuse me, a roof overneath uh, our head and food on the table. It was mostly uh, my sister and my brothers who cooked food and they would, you know, do like pasta and things like that. And as I got uh, older, I learned how to do the pork chops and things of that matter. I used to love me some pork chops because my grandma, she always used to cook them a lot. And I learned how to do it too. And um, uh, my sister, she actually uh, was taught by uh, my grandma how to uh, bake so uh, my sister she is a baker she knows how to bake some food well bake you know the food but you know bake uh the cookies and the homemade cakes and stuff and oh my god y'all my grandma she oh my god she used to make the goodest cakes the sweetest cakes they used to have the little machine you know the little swirl thing that you you uh you batter up the things with you know and the to mix it to mix it well with excuse me <laughs> but she used to have that and she used to put all the ingredients in there and things of that uh, matter and um and we will be up in the kitchen and she would have that oven going you know when my sister she'll be right there helping i'll be ready to put my finger up in that bowl up in that cake bowl you know because she would give us the rest of what didn't fall off 
into the little bacon thing, you know, and she would be like, okay, y'all, uh, y'all ready to lick this, you know, and we'll lick it up. We'll, oh my God, we'll be going to town, getting all of that good, sweet stuff before we washed the bowl out. And, you know, and she would bake those cakes and oh my God, we would have cakes probably almost every week, almost every week, y'all. And I, man, I remember like it was no tomorrow i i remember it i also remember walking and uh, walking up in the house and yeah and and this is what she used to uh, dislike is when we would be outside and come in the house and go back outside and come in the house <laughs> and it would just be like oh my god if y'all don't stop running out of my goddamn house <laughs> <laughs> she would keep that screen door open and you know not open but closed you know a lot is what I mean you know you have them old school uh, screen doors and they had the little lock up on it so she would lock that mug and we would have to get the water from out the from out the water hose did we mind you know hell no we didn't mind you know uh, we didn't care that is your house and your water and we're going to respect it okay and we stayed all butts right outside you know and those are the memories that I I cherish I I have a lot of uh, memories I I really do you know but man is it eating me up today it's eating me up today you know because I you know it's just I see how the family you know isn't the way that it used to be you know there has to be more uh, memories made of course um you know but man having your grand parents you know those were the ones who were there they were there you know they kept you alive they kept you out of trouble you know they kept you you busy because no they did not like no laziness around they house. you couldn't even lay down okay to eight o'clock up inside of the bed you got to get up you better go brush your teeth you better go outside you know and get the doing some work outside or come up in the kitchen you know and peel the peas and things of that nature you better go and sweep and stuff and just get yourself together you know you got to have a routine they kept the routine going the scheduling you know they they knew how to just just really keep everything and everyone with energy and you know being productive because they were productive people uh, they were they were productive people you know i know i'm not the only one about here who does the same thing that they were taught back then they get up with the routine they go outside and do the outside work it was a time when we were living inside of my grandparents house and um and uh my brothers you know they started getting uh, older going on by their lives you know going out with their girlfriends and their guy friends really not really being home but they were getting older and you know and moving out right so it was just me and my mom and uh, my sisters but by me being that one girl who as i stated in the beginning i was never out uh, with the kids a lot and playing all the time i was always inside with uh, my grandma or outside with my papa cut down the the leaves the the, uh, the stems you know to trim the trees or cutting the yard yes i did that at a young age i really did and um when i began to get uh, older out of high school i graduated high school and i did have uh, my chronic uh, pain then to where i really couldn't do a lot of things but i still i got up in a way now it has marked uh, six years that I have had this chronic pain and it has been really a big 
uh, pain in the ass and has really been effective to uh, my daily life. But I still get up every day and do what I have to do. If I can, <laughs> I do enough, you know, but I will go out and use everything that my grandpa have taught me. And what he left behind was his outhouse. His outhouse was full of nothing but tools, a lot of screws, a, a lot of tools, a lot of shovels and things that you can use for the backyard, for the trees, you know, just for, for in the house. I used everything. I would get out there and I would clip them, them stems, you know, from the bushes and line it up, you know, and things of that matter. Oh my God, I kept it together. I kept it together. I can tell you that I am as masculine as, as it can get. I am a masculine female to where the point where, yes, I would love to have a man in my life, but if I don't get married or have a man in my life, I know how to do it on my own indeed, you know, and that is what I was taught. It's instilled within me by being there being able to watch them and learn what they have done it's it's crazy that I still have you know the the skill that I did have back then as a little girl <laughs> as a little girl I've just it's it's just now it's within me they have kept it alive within me and I'm forever grateful because I can do the same with my mother you know and help I do the same thing with her I help around the house I do the outside work I make sure that everything is good you know and I have no bad you know just regret in my body at all from doing anything that I do because I was taught by the best I was taught by the best and that is the thing those are the people who teach us because those you know see your grandparents are who were you know who stepped in when your parents were at work all the time you know what I'm saying they were who who watched you when your when your parents went out to you know still have a life of their own with their friends and their their lovers to go and live to go party you know they are who kept you and they is who taught us they is who taught us a lot they taught us and i'm forever grateful for everything that's why in today i grieve a lot i grieve a lot because it's like everything that i do in today i was taught from them for the most part you know, they is who taught me, you know, uh, my father, he wasn't around, but uh, my grandfather, he was around, you know, and he was the man of our lives. My grandma, my mother, my uncles, my brothers, my, my sisters, he was the man of our lives. He is the man that kept it together, that taught us. That is why we are so strong. We're so strong today. We're so strong, you know? And I know that I didn't have my closure with my grandfather to see that casket, to see him laying there. I didn't have that. But I tell you what, I, I've every day up after that, when I slept inside of his spot beside my grandma, I felt him. I felt him. I felt the presence. I felt him watch over me and her as we sleep making sure that we are in peace, that we're not shedding these tears, you know, these 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 tears of sadness, but tears of joy, the tears of joy. Oh, he kept us alive. He did. And I'm forever thankful to have such a strong man and woman in my life like them. I see the woman in my mother. She's very strong, strong-willed woman, a Virgo woman, amen, strong-willed woman.
you know and i'm i'm just forever thankful i'm thankful to have at least had those memories with them that i can still look back and 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 remember such things and remember such things even the smallest little details the smallest little details y'all riding around in my grandmother's car you know and her getting mad because the seatbelt ain't on <laughs> and one thing about it we could not sit in the in the front seat we had to be in the back seat oh yes we did and she did drive slow but she drive careful i think that's probably why i drive a really really slow because i do not like to drive fast y'all <laughs> i do not like to drive fast at all y'all you know all i can say is you know i'm 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 just i'm thankful and i'm grateful to still be here to share the life of my grandparents you know i know that there's a lot of people up out there who still can't come to talk about it because of how hard it really hits them you know you may have a breakdown or you may shut down you know you may feel like you know oh it's time to isolate because you know i need to just really be in my shell but you know i can really say that it is a good thing to talk about it it's a great thing to talk about the life of your grandparents your loved ones for all of that you know a matter you know it's it's a great thing to talk about it because when you are holding things in grief it can come in so much harder i know with myself this actually happened um it's actually been about this whole year or so far that grief has really come in for me a lot because i've really been going through a lot um this you know half of 20 uh 22 um a lot has really been hit home uh, for me and I just know that I'm growing I know that I'm going I'm going through these growing pains you know I'm growing I'm growing and I'm growing I am evolving because I am on my spiritual journey you know and I remember just telling uh, my mother um, some weeks ago that you know I'm grieving I'm really grieving hard and I am being called to go to Huntsville and to Cameron Texas where they are from to step on the ground that they stepped on that they crawled on as young young babies you know as as little babies you know as young children where they played at in their teenage years you know i am called to go there because i know that it's really going to help me heal it's going to help heal some wounds okay now i don't think that uh, my mother is ready of course, you know, she may still not uh, be ready. You know, I know that she's still going through things herself because every Mother's Day, oh, she have a breakdown, y'all. She can break down from the morning to the nighttime and I can do nothing but feel the pain. I can feel it, you know, I can feel the pain of loss, you know, to lose your mom, you know, and I, I don't know how it feels because I have, have uh, my mother, but... Uh, her mom, uh, my grandma, I know how it feels from a granddaughter perspective, you know, and, um, you know, but I am, I'm, I'm called to go back to the roots of where my ancestors, my great grandma and grandpa, great, great grandma and grandpa were from. I am called to go back and thou shall I go. Oh, I am going. I am going, you all, because I know that it's really going to heal me in ways that being here in the city isn't healing me. 
okay you know it's it's something to go back and to walk on the land that they have walked on and to be honest in Cameron uh, Texas my uncle he went there about a year and a half ago and he not too long sent me um the video and the pictures of the house that my grandpa grew up in that they my grand excuse me my uncles and my mother once played at when they were young the house is still standing y'all the house is still there the old school car the garage is still there with tires all up and through there the house is still there still standing y'all I have to go back I don't know what it means. I don't know if I could be the one to get that land and remodel it and bring it back to life. But I am being called to go back to the land of my ancestors. I am being called. This is what grief is doing. It's, 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 it's calling me to go back. It's calling me to go back because I shall heal. And this is heal every wound. Every wound. And to spark it all back up spark the flames back up spark it back up to renew renew and bring the seed back to life i am being called i am being called i wish that i could show y'all but to see the house if you are still listening go to my instagram it's linked down below go to my feed on my instagram that house you will be able to see the land it is on my feed Go and look at it. It is still standing in Cameron, Texas. And there you will see where, excuse me, the church that my ancestors were. They were deacons. Our last name is Porter. Indeed, that is my family's name, Porter. You will see on the deacons list two of my ancestors' name. Right there, they were deacons. It is an honor to be able to see it, but I need to see it in person. <laughs> I need to see it in person. I'm trying to get my family to go down and take a road trip. I do have the address to the church and the house is right down the street. And I don't know what it means, but I am going to see how much it costs to get that land. I am going to see if something can shake, you know, but just to be there and to feel the presence of everyone, I I need it. I need it for my own healing because this is what I am being called to do. I'm being called to go back. I'm being called to go back, you all. If you are being called to go back to the land of your ancestors, you need to go. Okay? You need to go. Because there just may be something there that you can take with you. That you can take back home with you. I don't care what it is. I want to go. I don't care if I have to get a, a piece of paint off of that car. Okay? <laughs> I don't care if I have to go inside of that house. If I can, I don't know if we could, but if I can just get a wire off of the fence, knowing that they have opened up that fence to get through them gates, I'm going to take it with me. If I can just dig a hole and get that dirt, see if something will grow from it. I don't know, but that's the soil, the dirt oh, that they walked on. That they walked on, you all. Man, it's, it's always something that we can take back with us. I just want to tell you all who are grieving with me that it's 
it's okay to grieve. It's okay to grieve because I don't think that there's, you know, once you have, you know, gotten over the hardest part of the grieving stage, you are now in the calmest part of the grieving stage. And it is beautiful because you, you can see the light in everything. There's light to everything with my grandma and my papa and my uncle, their photo on my altar with the fruit and the candles and the feathers and the oils and the scent and the, oh my God. Oh my God, there's nothing but light. There's nothing but light. I don't have one bad memory of them. One bad memory of them. I don't. I pray right there at that altar and I guarantee you I have a peaceful night. I have a peaceful sleep. I'll wake up energized and ready to rub that oil all up over me and ready to start my day. I am just like today. I I wish you guys could see how this desk look. I got my, my white candle and I love to burn a white candle for my angel, for my ancestors with roses around it. I have a camera right next here, right next to this candle that is burning full of my protection oils and my stress me no more blessing and relief oil dressed all up on the candle. The flame is burning. I have a painting that says love and peace that I painted of myself and it's here. And everything is just, it's so full of light. It's so full of light. It may not be much, but it is what reminds me of my angels. This, this camera, I have a Canon G7X too. My uncle, and I know, you know, this is a, a grandparents uh, episode but uh, my uncle he passed away in 2011 just only two years after my grandmother they passed away two years after one another he was a person that loved to film he used to film us at a weddings and outings and things of that matter and he would just have his camera out and just film us take the photos and that is why i love filming so much <laughs> i love filming so much i love to be on mic so much because he worked at a radio station he used to interview the the celebrities would take the photos of the celebrities i had all of the memories all of the photos but my mother she lost it all when we moved out of the house she did not pick up what i had there it was left for me it was left for me his cassette players cassette tapes you know oh my god i had everything I had everything, you know. I ended up uh, moving out in 2018 and moved with uh, my dad. So, you know, I didn't have a chance to really say goodbye to the house. I didn't, but they did, you know. But they left behind a great amount of things that we kept in memory. Excuse me, in in a memory of my angels. And, um, you know, I, I do dislike it, <laughs> but uh, we can always make new uh, memories. And I have a photo of each uh, one of them that goes uh, with me everywhere I go. And um, yes, my altar will be with me throughout all of my years until the day that I pass over to. Okay, because they are here to keep me alive. They are here to keep me with insanity. Okay, with, you know, the protection, secured, motivated, energized. 
oh my God, encouraged. I am here still because of them. Because I have a lot going on in my life, including, you know, this grieving, you know, and is 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 it hard? It can be hard, but they remind me through the light, through the light that I am okay. I am okay and I deserve to live longer and longer and longer, more years to bring on the wealth back to this family. I am called to do so. And I am answering that phone when it rings. I am answering it. Who else, anybody who else is going through the same thing? Don't you give up on yourself and don't you think that grief is a bad thing because there is light within it. There is light within it. When you live to, when you learn to live with it and learn that it is okay to keep alive your ancestors, your angels, the light will shine through and you will see nothing but blessings continuously flow. Continuously flow. Now there may be days to where you have a breakdown, but there's joy in them tears. There's joy in them tears. You got to remember that. You got to understand it. You got to realize it. It's okay to cry. It's okay to cry. I just got emotional with you all. And here I am. I'm smiling. I'm smiling because I know that it is with, oh my God, it was them that got me here to talk about this. Got me out of bed to talk about this. I've been wanting to talk and shoot this episode for a long time. And here I am. I'm finally here saying it. Sharing my story and the life of my angels, my ancestors. Amen. Know that you are not alone in your grieving process. If you have just lost a grandparent, oh my God, won't they be with you? I want you to give them time to pass over before you set that altar up. Let them get comfortable first. Let them get comfortable. When you do that altar, you set out whatever you can that reminds you of them. You feed them. You you give them the liquid that can quench their thirst. You put fresh roses or flowers on the altar and light them candles. Okay? You pray, you sit there and you talk to them, okay? Just like I'm talking now, you talk to them. Just talk to them. You will feel weight off of your shoulders. That will be weight off of your shoulders. And there we are. This is my story, you all. And grief is not a bad thing. It is not a bad thing. My mother just told me, oh, they don't want you to grieve. Well, they may not want me to grieve, but I'm not grieving in a negative way anymore. It's nothing but positivity here. Now that I'm able to talk it out, oh, I'm happy. I am happy. And I want you all to know that it is okay. It is okay to talk about the life of your grandparents. It is. If you would like to share your story with me, I'm here. My information is down below. If you are listening from from Spotify, you can actually chat with me on Spotify. Leave me, you know, a description, you know, a, a chat. You can do that on Spotify. 
Okay, I am here, you all. Get on to anchor.fm and send a voice message to me. I am here. I pray that someone does it. I know I don't have a big, a huge audience on my podcasting uh, platform, but I can tell you what, that I, you know, I know that the day will come to where I am reaching somebody, somebody that will come back and have a conversation with me. And I thank all of you for listening to today's episode. May we go off into the month of of June, okay? Energized, encouraged, motivated, within joy. Let our inner child be and sing, okay? Let us rejoice in the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. I am here for all of you, and I thank you all for being here for me. Without you all, I probably wouldn't be here recording again. But here I am. I'm here. And this is a long episode. (laughs) I haven't done a long episode, an hour-long episode in a very long time. But that's how you know that I am fully here, that they are here next to me because they know that this is going to reach somebody. They know that I am not alone and that someone have memories to share to. I love you all. And I thank you all for tuning in to the K-Talks podcast with your girl Jaquela Brian. If you all would like to support me in any other way, the links to all of my other platforms will be down below. Please subscribe to the website. That is where you will find me a lot in due time. All right. And my YouTube is down below too. Please hit me up on the YouTube. I am trying to be more active there as well. And yes, that is all I have to say. This is nothing but love and light, peace and prosperity coming from the one and only Jaquela. Brian, I love you all so much. And never forget that you are not alone. Your ancestors, your angels, God's soul spirit is right there beside you along the way. I know that sometimes we may feel alone. But when you open up them blinds and let that sunshine in, the spirits are walking through. You knock on that door. You, you knock on that wood. And you let them know that it is okay. It is safe to come down. Amen. In God's name. I love you all so much. And it's your girl, Jaquela Brian, and I am out. Bye, you all. Thank you for tuning in. And I will catch you all on the next episode. Ciao. Mwah.